Hello and welcome to the Western Park Cancer Charity Podcast, bringing you stories about our work, what we do and the people we support. From funding life-saving research to providing practical help and emotional support, it's our job to care in every sense for our patients and their families. I'm Ruby and last episode we had an introduction to the Cancer Clinical Trials Centre at Western Park. Today we're going into a little more detail about early phase clinical trials. So I'm Professor Sarah Danson. I am a medical oncologist and so a physician. I work half the time for um, Western Park Hospital and half the time for the University of Sheffield. I treat patients who've got um, lung cancer, mesothelioma, melanoma, um, and I'm also involved in getting early phase trials. So that's new drugs and new ways of treating cancer from the laboratory into the clinic. What we can't do is rely on gut feelings about drugs, you know, thinking this makes sense Um, and uh, and saying, well, if it worked in one patient, then then it might work in in you. We need to get the evidence there so that we're giving people um, the best treatments that are available. People with cancer only have a limited amount of time sometimes. And so you've got to be making the most of that time for treatment. So. So assessing things in, in a clinical trial means that it's done in a very rigorous way. It's, it's examined and it's monitored as closely as possible. And so those results will then be something that we can sit down and analyse and help other researchers um, as well. So clinical trials are the best way for us to improve cancer treatments. An early phase clinical trial can really be from the first time that a drug's been tested in, in a human all the way up to it going into standard of care practice. We divide these into phase one and phase two um, studies. So in phase one, you're trying to find the right dose of the drug or the right combination of drugs or drugs and other treatments to give to someone. Um, So you start off low and you monitor patients very carefully, look for any side effects and try and treat those and try and find what dose you can give to a patient safely. And you'll take that dose and then look at it further in a phase two study. And so that's when you try and get more information about how the treatment works. So um, you might try and work out what tumour types to give it in, or if there are any things in the tumour that make it more likely for that drug to work. So it's really phase one and phase two, early phase trials, are trying to find out more about the drugs and um, try and make them work most effectively for patients before we then take them into bigger studies and uh, hopefully change practice and improve practice. What is the experience of being in an early phase clinical trial? If we've got an early phase trial open, then we we let the other doctors know and the uh, all the other specialists um, involved in their care that we may have a treatment option available for their patients. And if that's something that they think their patients are going to be interested in pursuing, then their own team will then approach the patient and say, would you like to hear more? Um, at which point they'll be given further information about that and if they still think that they're interested then they'll be referred um, to um, the early phase clinic. We'd encourage everybody uh, to feel that that's part of their normal consultation to be able to ask you know is there a clinical trial that I could go into um, as part of my treatment and if patients are eligible that they um, may benefit from this study then they'll start what we call the screening process so that might um, involve scans 
blood tests, checking how your heart works. So you go through the screening process, which takes a, a few weeks. And if at the end of that, everything looks like it's the best option for you, then you go into the clinical trial. So you'd start the treatment, be monitored closely. Um, we try and do as many of these as possible um, as an outpatient rather than um, admitting people. But you might have a long day at the hospital where you have the drug first thing in the morning and then you're monitored carefully with blood pressure, temperature, possibly ECGs to, to look at how your, your heart's working um, and blood tests. And then hopefully you can go home um, later that day. And then depending on how how likely we think it is that side effects may happen and how much information we're trying to, to get about uh, the drug um, depends on when you come back again. So sometimes people do end up coming daily um, to be assessed. Sometimes it's weekly. Um, sometimes it's it, it's monthly. Um, but we would make all of that very clear before we put a patient into um, a clinical trial. And then when we've given them an appreciable amount of, of the treatment, so usually at least two months of the uh, of the treatment, we'd do scans. So we'd have our scans that we'd done before they started treatment, and then we'd repeat the scans again after that time. And we see how they're actually doing. If the cancer continues to grow despite the treatment, then it's no longer in their best interest to continue with that. But if they, the cancer is actually responding to the treatment then we would say right okay if you're tolerating this all right then let's carry on there's more uncertainty being in an early phase trial in that we don't necessarily know all the side effects um, that might come but actually uh, we do this in a very safe way that's the, that's the point of, of starting with the lower dose we do consent patients very carefully make sure that they understand if they get any problems whilst they're on treatment that they should get in touch and we tell them about the side effects that we think might come but equally say to them there may be there may be things that we that we haven't seen before so I know some people come and say well is, am I a guinea pig um, and uh, we don't we don't think that's the that, that's the case because we will already have, have got a lot of idea about the, the drugs before they even um, get given to patients so from the the research that we've done be, before they uh, before the drugs go into the clinic. What are the benefits to a patient taking part in an early phase trial? The first thing that people always hope is that they will benefit from it themselves, that their tumour will, will respond to this um, treatment. And often this is a treatment that they wouldn't be able to get outside of a clinical trial. So I think we always try to be very realistic. We say, you know, if we think that the odds of people responding are, are, are low, then we would always up front with them but even if it's a five or ten percent response rate then that's still one in 20 or one in 10 people that will benefit from it i can think of one gentleman who was treated for mesothelioma so that's um, cancer of the lining of the lungs um, after asbestos exposure and he went on to a, an early phase clinical trial where we were looking at whether you could add something into the to the chemotherapy add another drug into the chemotherapy to make it work for longer and he actually did incredibly well on that. He had the combination of the standard chemotherapy plus the other drug. And then he was able to receive the other drug as a maintenance treatment. And he was on that treatment for, for over two years, which he um, tolerated extremely well. He had to come and see us on a two-weekly basis, but he thought that that was a fair enough trade-off for the control that, that he got over the disease. And he was always very complimentary about what the clinical trial aspect had, had managed to to add to his care ultimately his disease did begin to grow again and at which point he went on to standard chemotherapy again but he'd 
bought that extra time and also given us lots more information about that new drug. So yes, their, their tumour may, um, may shrink or their tumour may be contained for longer um, as a result of going into these trials. But the other thing is that people always want to help others. They want to help their children's generation and their grandchildren's generation um, and other people that might come um, along with the same type of tumour as them. So lots of people do it for altruistic reasons to try and give us more information to improve the care that we give to patients with cancer. So how many patients at Western Park take part in the early phase trials? Early phase trials tend to be quite small. It's it's a small percentage um, of the total number that go into, into trials. So our aim is to get 20% of all uh, patients into a clinical trial. But that might be an early phase trial, a late phase trial, or sometimes it's not a treatment trial. It might be an observational trial or a trial to support them with their health needs. So we would treat up to 100 patients um, a year usually um, in these types of, uh, of early phase um, trials. What makes Sheffield a good place to do research? So Sheffield's a great place to be. It's a vibrant area. It's, it's a beautiful um, area and, and the people are absolutely great. But um, it is not a, a wealthy area and unfortunately cancer affects those who don't have as much money preferentially um, compared to those who are more wealthy. So unfortunately, we do have lots of cancer in this area and in the region um, and in Yorkshire as a whole. And therefore, we do have a great need. But you could look at it the other way to say, well, if you were going to research um, cancer anywhere, then somewhere like Sheffield is exactly where you should be doing it. You can make the most benefit and you can get the most patients in if you open trials and run research in an area such as this. So Sheffield is is one of 18 experimental cancer medicine centres in the United Kingdom. Um, and that means that it's a centre that's been accredited to provide um, early phase cancer trials. And having that ECMC badge is very, very useful in, in getting trials and in getting funding and in interacting with, with drug companies um, as well who might be considering where to run their research. But it also gives us a network. Um, so we, we do work with those other 17 centres, especially the ones um, in the north, just because of geographical proximity. So if patients don't have an option locally, then we can always reach out to our colleagues in these other centres um, and ask if they've got some clinical research going on that would benefit our patients and they can do the same to us. So it, it, it adds something to the care that we that we give to patients. You know, we've, we've got some really good um, research going on. We've got some, some great minds um, too. So um, that, that, that's the other thing that, that Sheffield has, is it, it has the brains behind the research too. How is Western Park Cancer Charity funding used? with the early phase trials that are run at the hospital? So we're very lucky that the, um, the cancer charity supports us to be able to deliver these types of trials. So we get funding from, from various sources, but the Western Park Cancer Charity um, funding allows us to employ research nurses, um, who are obviously essential for, for the face-to-face contact with patients, data managers, so they're the ones that are making sure that the research that we generate, that the data is of high quality so that we can make decisions about what we do with our with our research next. 
We um, take lots of samples from patients. These might be samples that we've already got, like tumour samples that have already been taken or, or new samples, such as blood samples. And so um, we have lab technician support. And also most of these types of trials are, are, are drug trials. So what we need is um, pharmacy support as well. So the cancer charity supports a pharmacy technician to help us um, dispense those drugs. So all of those things um, work together to provide the infrastructure that we need to be able to treat patients um, in these types of, of trials. It's predicted that in the next year, there's going to be a 40% decrease in UK charity medical research spend due to the effects of the pandemic. Why is it important that people keep supporting charities that fund research? Yeah, so for cancer Cancer research, um, charity funding is very important indeed, much more so than than many other areas um, of, of research. And we can't we can't stop improving our cancer care because of COVID, because of drops in the amount of, of research that are, that's available. We have to keep on trying to improve things. So yes, I would I would urge anybody um, who's who's in two minds about whether to donate or not to still do so because um, the researchers are still there and crucially the the patients who've got a great need are still there as well. Nothing has stopped um, during lockdown. People have carried on having innovative ideas. Um, Researchers have carried on writing papers and putting trial proposals um, together and of course cancer hasn't stopped either and patients have carried on developing cancer despite this. So we've got to use the money wisely knowing that that there's a drop in funding but we must certainly not stop. That was Professor Sarah Danson, clinical lead of the Sheffield Experimental Cancer Medicine Centre. Thank you for listening. If you missed our last episode, give it a listen to find out more about the work of the Cancer Clinical Trials Centre and if you want to help us enable research like this, please visit westernpark.org.uk. Cancer changes everything. So can we.